All right, here we are. We're doing it. Hello, it's Dave Woodhead here. I guess um, this is the first edition episode of Woodhead Wisdom. I don't know if we're going to lock that in as the as the name, but fuck it, dude. Fuck it, dude. That's what we're calling it for now. Yeah, it's the podcast, man. Solo dollar on it. It is uh, kind of like lunchtime on Triple J, except as you can already notice some slight differences. We can fucking swear on this one, dude. Me and you, dude, we can say any fucking naughty words we want. You know, let's say, let's, you know what, first five minutes of the podcast. Let's just rip into all the naughty words. Fuck, that's the first one. The, the classic, the daddy, the daddy swear they call them in the in the swearing community. Uh, you got shit. That's like the the little annoying cousin, you know. Um, that's where little shit comes from. You got bitch. That's like fuck's wife. Fucking bitch are married. <laughs> and uh, cunt is of course cunt's the the, the fucking. I think like the, the the mother and father-in-law like they both you know so yeah there we go hot riffs off the top we can swear on this podcast um and what else are we doing it for man well look it's pretty much like this woman came up to me over the over the weekend at the Vic in the Park and uh she brought up this episode of a podcast I did with uh Will Anderson don't know if you've heard of him um yeah, uh, did philosophy like at the start of the pandemic, and I remember when I was doing that episode, I was very philosophical. I was, you know, it was during peak lockdown, so I was going through all the school of life YouTube videos, you know, reading about Nietzsche, Freud. <laughs> you know, when the lockdown got so bad, you had to figure out why you wanted to fuck your mum. Is this relatable? Pretty much, man. I was just on some spiritual, lyrical, miracle bullshit. And, uh, which is looking back, like, cause I was like 20, 21 or 22 when I did that podcast, just got on Triple J, just was looking at all this, you know, philosophical bullshit. And I, I haven't listened back to the episode cause I'm a bit, it's a bit cringe. I feel a bit cringe, but she said she, this chick at the Vic in the Park said that she enjoyed it and that it helped her get through a breakup and all of that, which I thought was cool, man. Um, so I just thought, you know, there might be a better opportunity to just have a yarn, spit some ideas, you know, tell some stories. Um, also, you know, maybe work out some bits that I want to do on stage and yeah, just, just hang out with your boy. Another opportunity just to freaking kick it, kick back with Woodhead outside the hours of 12 to three, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know what it is, I think, because people listen to me at work, mainly. Uh, so this is like an opportunity to hang out with your workmate outside of, outside of work when you kind of go, you know what, I've been hanging out with fucking Bill for four years now. I don't even know anything about this guy, but he seems like a good dude. Let's go to the fucking pub after work and you invite Bill out and Bill's telling some stories and, and you're yarning, you're having some beers and then you kind of realize Bill's a fucking weirdo. That's what this podcast is. You probably think, man, Dave's cool as hell. He plays all the tunes I like. He does a lunchtime legend. And then you're going to listen to 10 minutes of unfiltered ideas from him and you're going to think this guy is a 
fucking weirdo loser. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but let's get into it, man. Um, first and foremost, what did I get up today? So I'm recording this, uh, it's 11.30, 15th of September, it's Friday. So Big Friday Vibes, ATM, um, I'm a bit annoyed though, cause I've got to work on the weekend. I've got to go to Canberra, uh, doing something for, uh, former Triple J host Hobber and Hing. So, and it's one of those things where it's going to be fun and I'm going to enjoy going to Canberra. Um, but anytime... I have a trip or something I need to do on the weekend, it fucking ruins everything. Ruins my Friday. Ruins the weekend for me. I just start overthinking. And it's not even like I'm anxious about the gig or it's I'm anxious about anything. I'm just sitting there going, fuck, I don't want to do something. On Saturday morning, I have to wake up and do something. That is like the bane of my existence right there. I fucking hate having to <laughs> do Something that I agreed to, you know, when, when off, when the Hings, Hingers texted me and he was like, Hey man, do you want to come get involved with this Hobber and Hing live show in Canberra? I said, of course, brother. And I was happy to do so. But then as soon as I sent the, of course, brother, this is feeling just quelled up from my stomach and said, now you have to get up. You fucking idiot. So that's what I'm dealing with. Um, but I think what the salt in the in in the wound of it all is, uh, my roommate is, had his, a three day weekend. Do you know what it's like to wake up in the morning, fucking get dressed in a button up shirt, putting on your black chinos and your Converse shoes, and then you go downstairs and you see a man that you live with at nine forty in the morning on a Friday. On a weekday, wearing a fucking bathrobe, watching The Simpsons, like it's 2004 on a Saturday and Super Simpsons weekend is on. And I'm sitting here, looking at this cunt, having the best day ever, and I'm thinking about how I have to get up at 10am on a Saturday... To catch a flight to fucking Canberra. And I know the flight the flight to Canberra from Sydney to Canberra, it's about 50 minutes. I know that. I know it's not a lot of time out of my day. But then the problem is, is I got to be in Canberra. <laughs> End of sentence. No, I've actually, I've only been to Canberra once and it was fine. It was, it's, it's fine. Look, and I'm from Darwin. I can't talk too much shit. Uh, it's, it just seems like Darwin except cold. And that's what it is. It's a boring city. That's fine. Most cities in Australia are boring. Brisbane has only been interesting for five years, guys. <laughs> Do you know how shit a city has to be to have movie world <laughs> 20 minutes away and still kind of be boring? That's Brizzy, baby. That's Brisbane. Canberra doesn't have any fucking, uh, any, any amusement parks, but they do have a circus. It's called Parliament House. <laughs> fucking got him. 10 minutes into this Woodhead podcast and we already fucking got him, dude. Already got him on the goddamn rope, boy. Oh, man. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Going to Canberra for this Hobber and Hing thing. My roommates has the day off. 
God bless him for it. It's just annoying to feel. It, it is. It is like it is annoying that I do feel actual jealousy towards my roommate for having a couple of days off. Yeah, man. Now, shout out to shout out to Canberra. Shout out to Darwin. Been thinking a lot about Darwin recently. I'm, I'm kind of gearing. I'm gearing up for um for Melbourne 2024 to do the comedy festival again. Second show, baby. First one, lunch for dinner. Critics still calling it a show that happened. Um, yeah, 2024, man. I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like I would definitely want to make it a bit more personal. This show, so I've been thinking a lot about Darwin, and um, and so yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, I grew up in Darwin, Northern Territory. 1998, I was born. Royal Darwin Private Hospital. Yeah, not to flex on anyone, but we fucking. We weren't letting anyone into my hospital. You know, you had to be certified, boy. Um, so yeah, I was born then. Uh, grew up in the great city of Darwin. And, um, you know, for anyone who's been to Darwin, you know it's a, uh, you know it's a weird place. That's the bottom line of it. You know it is a weird fucking place. It's, it's, it's crazy because, uh, and I don't know how much the rest of Australia knows this. This is the thing. I'm educated, went to school in Darwin, graduated high school, you know, got my, got my, got my, um, HSC, all of that signed by the chief minister. Um, but I think there's just something, I I don't know, like how, what we know in Darwin is different to the rest of Australia. Like I have trouble, um, remembering all the seasons of a year. And you might be thinking, Dave, you, yeah, I know why, because you're a fucking moron. No, 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 no. All right. It's because in Darwin, we only had two seasons. You had wet and dry. That's it. All right. Like a fucking 10 year old came up with it. The Bureau of Meteorology, bomb, meteorology, meteorology, fucking just edit all that out. Whoever's that bomb in Darwin just a 10-year-old in a lab coat going, Oh, yeah, uh, oh, well, I didn't see any wine this morning, so I, 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 guess, I guess it's dry season. <laughs> Sees a bit of rain. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> we're, we're, wet, we're wet season now. We have a secret middle season as well. Secret middle season is called the build-up. So this is when it's going from dry to wet. Now you might be thinking, you might be thinking, oh, okay, so dry season would be the hot one, and then wet season would be the dry one. Uh, that would the wet season would be the cold one. So where you're wrong. The wet season is really hot and humid. Dry season is hot, not as humid. Still very, very humid though. And you might go, oh, what, what, what's the build-up season? Oh, that's when it's the hottest and most humid. Fucking garbage, <laughs> fucking garbage weather there. You see in this two minutes, and this is, this is my relationship to Darwin. I flip back and forth of if I like that fucking city. A place I grew up in, I still <laughs> don't know. And it maybe because I just have to flip and, like, I, it's also what I do with my childhood. I'm like, ah, was it good? Was it bad? I, you know... At least the casino breakfast buffets were good. 
That was it, man. That was our swag back in the day. That was our fucking bread and butter there. Breakfast. Buffet breakfast casinos, man. Yum, yum, dude. We used to go for fucking... um. We used to go for like special occasions and stuff, you know, like birthdays. Um, it's mainly it. We didn't really celebrate much in our family except for births. Not much celebrated in my life. Um, man, the breakfast buffet. What a just what a fucking depressing place. Like it's one of those things where back in the day, like you know, when you're a kid, it was sick. Because I was a little fat kid as well. So going... And this was like my first buffet. So I thought this was like heaven. Imagine me. Eight years old. 85 kilos. <laughs> eight years old. 85 kilos. <laughs> I don't, no, I wouldn't have been 85 kilos at eight. Maybe. I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I didn't really weigh myself back then. I just had a look in the mirror and thought, yep, that's a, that's a chunky boy. That boy, that boy be chunky. Um, yeah, man. Oh man. When, when I first went into the fucking casino breakfast buffet, when I was eight years old, I couldn't believe my fucking eyes. I couldn't believe it. One, you're already so stimulated walking into a casino because the lights, you know, the, the, the sounds I'm hearing fucking features happening Gabriel and Glacis I am not those sound effects were shit if you went to a casino and sound like that leave because you're about to get fucking robbed or HIV one of them um yeah man the casino man yeah I used to walking in dude it was just fucking insane you had to go through everything people fucking looking great people are still gambling from the night before it's just a mix of, like, it's a mix of, I lied when I said people looking great. Um, people in the casino at, like, 9am on a Sunday morning, this is what you got. You got old people who have woken up and they've just gotten there. So they've had their cup of tea and now they're about to blow their uh, grandchild's inheritance. You know, they've got their phone on fucking silent in case little Johnny calls asking why he can't go to university. And then on the other hand, you've got fucking loose units who've been partying from the night before. They got bags under their eyes and bags under their nose if you catch my drift. That's what you're working with. When you're eight years old, that's what you're seeing. You're, you're being introduced to the world. You're saying, hey, hey, little woodhead. Welcome to the fucking game. This is what life is. You can be at the end or at the start. But you're fucking gambling every day of your life, brother. It's philosophical, man. It's fucking philosophical shit at the breakfast buffet at the casino, man. It's where I first read Nietzsche, man. Um, but yeah, you get in there and then you get to the, you can, oh, when you, man, when you fucking finally get to the actual buffet itself, what a fucking experience. What a time in life. Eight years old, 97 kilos, 
seen, I've never seen that much bacon on one plate before. It was fucking stacked. Fucking stacked bacon. And what's next to it? Fucking scrambled eggs, you cunt. Fucking mountain of scrambled eggs, bacon, and then the piece de la resistance. Piece de la resistance. <laughs> that is not how you say it. But the piece de la resistance is, of course, the potato gems. I need a sip. I need a moment of silence for the potato gems. Moment of silence to fucking reflect and respect fucking potato gems at the casino breakfast buffet. Thank you. What a fucking time. First day, I got a bowl and I filled that cunt to the brim with potato gems. To the fucking stack, bro. It was like fucking Mount Everest in my bowl. Just full of potato gems. Get the bacon, get the fucking eggs, sit down, fucking rip in. Rip in. And I'll tell you what, like my parents didn't get along, they were broken up. But at the casino, it was peace all the time. And the reason why is because the casino provided both of my mother and father's vices. Dad was a gambler. Mum was a drinker. They're happy. All right? It's no more blaming. Oh, well, we can't afford because of this. We can't afford because... Nah. Everyone is happy at the casino breakfast buffet. You know, it was like, you know, it's like World War II. You see those old pictures of like American soldiers playing football with Nazis. That's what our breakfasts were at the casino breakfast buffet. Beautiful time. It is weird though. It is weird trying to enjoy your mountain of potato gems, your fucking bacon and eggs, um, apple juice mixed with pineapple juice concoction. It's hard to enjoy your breakfast when like 20 meters away from you, a cunt is losing everything. Just, just some guy just... You just hear the fucking blah, 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 bing 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 bong, bong, bong. Fuck Fucking lost it all Fuck You know Australian men swear Fuck <laughs> Calling their wife fucking Melinda I'm sorry babe I'm fucking I fucked it I'll be honest with you, mate. I fucked it this time. I fucking fucked up real fucking bad. (laughs) No, don't take the kids. I'm not the man I want to be right now. (laughs) It's fucking pathetic when Australian men get sad. I don't give a fuck about any of this mental health men shit. Fucking toughen up, you cunts. Oh, you feeling a little sad? You feeling a little sad, Australian man? Well, here, here, yeah, how about this? How about to cheer you up? I'll buy you a gift. I'll buy you a gift, mate. I'll buy you a mirror that you can put in your bed. So you can fucking wake up to yourself. Obviously not. Look, if you, if you, obviously, dude, of course, if you're suffering from mental health shit, dude, get some help. 
get some help man get some help i'm doing the same thing go to th- uh i actually haven't been to therapy in a while i was going for a bit and i enjoyed therapy i did i uh the only problem is that my um i had this uh yeah no it wasn't yeah it was like this uh, i did it on zoom the whole time which i didn't i didn't really like the zoom there i think therapy would be better if it wasn't on zoom but you know the awful fucking timeline we're living in where people even though the pandemic's over we can i can go into a pub and sink 15 beers with any fucking cunt i still can't see a therapist or an accountant or a doctor unless it's zoom is that weird why it's like i can go i can go see a lady of the night now Pay an extra $300 to not use a condom. But I still have to have a telehealth fucking check with my doctor to see if I've got chlamydia. Now, obviously, that's not a true statement. That That's, that's just an example of how fucking twisted society is right now. Yeah, what was I talking about? Oh, what was I talking Therapy, yeah. Yeah, I should go see. I, the, you know, the problem is that um, my therapist had a kid. She was, well, she went on maternity, maternity leave. Um, you know, just while we, just right when we were getting into my abandonment issues, she abandons me for this kid she barely even fucking knows. The little cunt's not even alive yet. And I'm getting fucking hung out to dry. I had a, I had a strange relationship with my therapist. I knew nothing about that woman. If she was even a woman. I don't know. I'll say this. I saw I saw the nun the nun two. Nah, they, they, I was going to see. Like this is this is how you know. Like this is all kind of still in this first episode. I was like, I saw the nun two. What is there to say about that? Not much movie sucked there was a guy in it who apparently his name's Frenchie so his name's Frenchie in the film um and so The Nun 2 is a sequel to The Nun and The Nun is part of the whole Conjuring universe you know how every fucking movie has like a universe now so it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Conjuring universe you know um the Conjuring Cinematic Universe so there's this character called Frenchie. Apparently in the first Nun, he was like a main character. He's a main character in the second one as well. The reason he's called Frenchie is because he's French. Makes a lot of sense. Um, in, the, in The Nun 2, this kind of is speaking in an Irish accent. Like, it's one of those movies where you're watching and no one gives a fuck about what... The, everyone's there for a paycheck and no no fucking good on them. Because apparently that first movie made like fucking $360 million in the box office. I didn't even know about this first Nun movie. But this is like... It's, it's always been a scheme and a scam with these shit horror films. You know why they're making $360 million in the box, box office? Because teenagers still love fingering in movie theaters. It's the only reason why. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing that horny teenagers are keeping the shit horror movie genre alive. Because you don't want to see an actual scary movie when you. Like I saw. Um, I saw that uh, Rucka Rucka 
movie, the Talk With Me, Talk. I, I keep forgetting the title of it, but it's fucking amazing. Shout out to Raka Raka. That movie was sick. It was fucking terrifying as well. It was one of those real scary movies where you think of, like, you're actually thinking about it, like, the next couple of days. I think it was, like, a beautiful kind of story about addiction. That's where I got from it. And especially because it's set in Adelaide. I thought, I thought it really tackled the, the meth ep- epidemic there perfectly. So, yeah, shout out to Rock Rock. You wouldn't want to finger someone in that movie because that movie was fucking scary, dude. You fucking fingering you got you you're knuckle deep in some in some in some punani. And then you get fucking really scared. That's like the <laughs> Imagine you're getting a hand job. And then fucking big scare and then you just bust everywhere. Fucking crying, screaming, busting. Cause the movie was too goddamn scary. Couldn't be me, dude. I'll be honest with you, in my notes, I wrote down the vote, like the, the, um, the vote that's happening, the referendum, because I thought maybe I'd want to talk about the vote. Maybe you might have to leave that to the next episode though, because we are running out of time. I got to go do my radio program soon, but I'll tell you why I might edit this up, see how it goes, maybe put it out. I got some video footage of this all, but yeah, this is good stuff. I enjoyed doing it. If it ever sees the light of day, I hope you enjoyed listening. We'll see how we go. This is like a soft launching of it. I might do a proper one soon. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Appreciate you. Would head out.